I've given myself permission to live out my real dreams, and I've embraced the life of a modern entrepreneur and all that comes with it. I'm learning and growing each day, and my daily goal is to cherish the moments that matter, get stuff done, and build wealth along the way. All with purpose, of course. Whether you're a full-time, side-hustling, or aspiring business owner, as a mompreneur, as a modern-day woman, we are your tribe. And it's nothing better than finding a community in this crazy world of entrepreneurship. So join us as we chat it up and talk all things modern mompreneur with guests sharing their stories and inspiring us along the way. Let's get into it. Hi, and welcome to the Modern Mompreneur Podcast. So excited to be here. Again, my name is Day Smith. I'm your host and owner of Simplicity by Day. And today we're talking, of course, all about our mompreneurs. If you're listening and you're a mompreneur, tune in because we have a very, very special guest, Andrea Alexander. Andrea is my dear friend, and I love her to death. She's one part of a dynamic duo of Embody Coaching. And her and I met, ooh, I feel like it's been a couple years, but we met, fell in love with her. A year? Exactly. Close to it. A year. Well, it's been, it feels longer than that. We feel like we're, (laughs) that's a good thing. But welcome, Andrea, to the Mod Mom Pod. How are you? I'm well, thank you, Day. Thank you for having me. Of course, of course. So, Andrea and her business partner, Carrie, have a podcast as well. Um, Your word is your wand. And I was a guest on their podcast. And so I wanted, I was excited to see that she also wanted to join the mompreneur community to talk about how she serves women, how she serves entrepreneurs, and even how she serves mompreneurs. So this is probably going to be one of the most unique conversations that you will have when when Andrea speaks because she's so intentional, she knows how to use her words and hear you. It reminds me of if you've seen Avatar, <laughs> where they say, I see you. And it's it's spiritual when they say that. That is exactly the feeling, the reaction, the experience you have when talking to Andrea and Carrie, because they see you beyond surface beyond the representative that you put on. And this conversation is going to be, I think, a little therapeutic for me and all the mompreneurs out there, okay? Which is exactly what we want. So um, welcome again, Andrea. Thank you. I'm um, so it's, I appreciate hearing how you feel seen <laughs> yeah. by what we do. I do, I do. And so I'll give Andrea's bio but um, or maybe you can tell us. I feel like I've talked on this. Tell us who you are, how you got started. We'll hear from you from your words. So again, my name is Andrea Alexander, and I am an anxiety expert and mindset coach. And I came into this work myself, literally trying to save my own life. I had uh, in my late forties. I gave. I remembered what I had carried with me for a long time um, and didn't understand, which was childhood repressed childhood sexual trauma. And so I had done a lot of therapy for over 20 plus years, talk, 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 a little bit of progress, a little, you know, here and there. And I just knew that there was something more. And I found myself in this class one evening and they were talking about consciousness. Our words create our reality our body talks to us. And I was like, what, what is this? Yes. (laughs) And I didn't understand, but I just knew that there was something in that for me. And the, the, the lady or the woman coach that was leading the class asked for volunteers. And I raised my hand first and she said, what hurts? I said, my thumb. And she goes, and she said, which side? I said, my right. And she said, when did it start? I said, Oh, when I was in college. (laughs) She asked me to say, I willingly let go. And I was like, what? And continued to repeat it. And she would tell me some other things to say. And I had this experience where I had all of this feeling come in and I didn't understand what was happening. And my voice, I got so, I could barely speak. I willingly let go. And then this sense and surge of power returned. And and, and in that instant, the pain in my thumb disappeared. 
And so uh, what is this? I don't know, but it's important work. That's what I told my mother. I said, I don't know what this is, but it's important work. And so I got busy trying to understand what it was and doing and got the book, got the videos, got everything, which is my way. And then I finally jumped in with the coach myself. And so I was experiencing so much relief in the way that I felt owning what had happened to me, learning to be diff- feel differently about what happened to me, taking ownership and that reclaiming my power, which for me was I get to speak for other women who have yet to remember or say what happened to them. And then the guilt and shame and what that meant for me and how I be with that. Because if I don't understand guilt and shame, how I, how am I going to be with others? And then the fear that has run my life because of that, which is, so there's, it's ever changing and the layers of, you don't just find something and then all of a sudden you're healed. It's a practice, happiness and joy, healing. It's a practice. We go to the gym to take care of our bodies and we do it weekly. We do it daily. We eat, we feed our bodies and our, our minds require the same love and attention and nurturing. And what's interesting about anxiety that I have come to understand is I I was trying to do everything in my head trying to understand, trying to reason why I felt the way I felt, having conversations with my inner child. This is sucks. And it doesn't work. Mm. Anxiety happens when we have an experience that feels traumatic to our mind and or our body, no matter what it is that we cannot handle. And it goes into our body where it lives in our muscles, in our fascia, in our joints, in our organs, until we have the tools or someone who can support us in understanding what that is and how to move it. And that's what I do is I support people in finding the root and what's really acting through their words and then move it into the partnership of what it turns into. And your word is your wand. And the, in the, there's so much in the power of our words and um, scripture is what we use as decrees, mantras, because it really plays in quantum physics that we can be in a duality of experience. We're hating where we are. And when we love it is when we give ourselves the chance to have something different. And so part the partnership of guilt is innocence. The partner feeling of shame is purity the partner feeling of fear is faith. And so we walk ourselves gently back into those because you can't just say, I, I'm pure. I have faith because we've yet to believe it and own it. So it requires little steps and you've experienced this and I have one-to-one coaching with myself and or Carrie and, um, and classes that we've done together. Yeah. And I, I had the same experience that you talked about initially because I've been to therapy. I am a victor from childhood neglect and abuse. And so I relate. I remember when I heard you and Carrie speaking and I thought the same thing. Like, this is different. What, what is this? What is this, these words and, and how it, the duality of it, because you talk about how you, where you currently are, but you also connected to the past, which was like, transformational for me thinking about my mom, my grandmother, the patterns in my life, my family, but also as a mom, the patterns that I'm passing down and how I can influence all of that right where I am now, influence the past, influence the present. And hearing that, I just had never heard that in my life. It was mind blowing. Like what? It is my, it is, uh, it's miraculous. Yeah. And we, we all at some stages in our lives have epiphanies, which is the word for miracle and an awareness is an epiphany and yet it's not enough. We require how to be with that and what it is and what it turns into. It puts what, what, what I do is it puts a light at the end of the tunnel where we had once believed there was none. 
Yeah. And awareness is amazing because we can't do anything about what we can't see or what we don't know. It's like, it's so hilarious to me. Like we've all had the experience of being with friends or family. Like they cannot see what's wrong with them. They have no clue. And I'm giving them advice and I'm telling them what to do. And they're, they say no, because they, they are not aware of it, which is um, amazing. And what, I do is if they're, if if it's, if I see it in them, it's acting in me too, Mm -hmm. or it's something I have walked through and there's another layer of it for me to be with. (laughs) You may have seen, you may have seen my post earlier this week. I was like, ah, (laughs) (laughs) this is, this is so just it, like you said, important work because, oh, I don't think we, well, let's just, let's just say this for, for the moms, right? We don't, I don't know. I, I can't speak for everyone. It is very challenging for me to take time to work on myself in this way because of the busy lifestyle I have and all the things I put on my plate. I'm accepting it is what it is and this is life and I'm going to I got to take care of this person and that person. But what you're saying is you you first of all we talk about self-awareness but also it's going to continue to be a pattern and you can continue to have these challenges until you take time to slow down and say, wait a minute, this is not, I don't want to say right, but this doesn't, you talk about this, this doesn't feel good. I feel like this, or I'm struggling with this. And when we have those thoughts, that's when I think we should pay attention and figure out where we can get support because we can't do it alone. It's more than just awareness. Exactly. Because those thoughts and those feelings keep coming up again and again and again, and they get bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger until we do something with it. And what we become very adept at um, through this work is, oh, there's that feeling. I don't like it. And I'm willing to love myself where I am and find out what it is. What is this connected to? And because we can move that. Mm-hmm. In 30 to 90 seconds, I had experience a couple, couple of weeks ago where I was going to my mother's and I was like reaching for a piece of Nicorette. Okay. And I'm like, what is this? What is this feeling? <laughs> and I'm like, it's emptiness. Mm. And literally I was halfway to my mom's and by the time I got there in the next three and a half minutes, I just breathed into what that was. Cause I knew I found it. I located it. What is it? It's empty. Yeah. I just was with that that feeling by the time I got to my mother's it was gone wow three and minutes so we of have, recognizing it and knowing the practices to release it is that what is it's that to recognize it acknowledge it love it by breathing it just whatever it is making it okay, okay. which is loving what we feel making where we are is loving what we feel because we're trying to suppress it which is yes. hating it and so when we will accept, accept what is where it is, is when it has the space to do and be and move differently. Wow. And what you were speaking about putting everybody first, your children, your, your Lord knows how many jobs you really have right now, what, four or five <laughs> and all of this stuff that you pile on you. And when you get to the end of the day, you feel depleted. Mm-hmm. Yes. And are we, and are you being with your, the things that are most important, which are your children and your husband and your family, there's not a whole lot left to give. And it's, it's on this, it's this remnant energy of, oh my God, I got to feed them. I've got to bathe them. I got to put them to bed. And um, when we will give ourselves, even if it's three minutes a day space to do something that fills us up, that answers our heart call that restores us, we are able to do and be with our families, the people that are important in a completely new and different way. Yes. Let's put a pin right there. You said, because I want people to walk away with that. I'm going to repeat it at the end. We can spend three minutes a day doing the things that feel good to us. That's those, those are the practices we need to have for sure. Yes, because we've believed that self-care had to take a lot of time. Mm-hmm. Go into the gym. You know, I can't go to the gym unless I'm there for an hour and a half, five times a week. I can't, I got to go to, I got to do an hour of meditation. I got to do 
an hour here or 30 minutes there. No, you can start with, if, if what you have today is 30 seconds of closing your computer to breathe or scream, that's enough. <laughs> yes. It's where we actually meet ourselves, where the rubber meets the road for showing up and what we require that fills us up so that we can be with those that we care for. Yes, I love that. Short, you don't need all day. It's just, you know, the time that you have. But being aware of it, I think is important and, and loving it. One thing that comes up often in this circle of mompreneurs is mom guilt and mm-hmm. imposter syndrome. We mm-hmm. talk about this at length. And those two things you know, if you were to unpack that, because you talked about the Nicorette on your way to your mom's, like, and what it translates to, I, I forget the word. I know your play sheets have them where we go from faith, fear to faith. Mm-hmm. But if you were looking at guilt and imposter syndrome, what would be on the other side of those that we can say, let's stop and recognize what it is. So on the other side of guilt is innocence. Innocence. Okay. Because what's the opposite of guilty? Innocent. And if we're feeling guilty about making choices that serve ourselves, that we're not doing enough, that our best is not enough. And energy, energy and love is an expansion, not a raising. It's not that I do more so that I can have more, so that I can be more, so that I can be more. No, it's an expansion. And so some days we have this much and other days we have this much. And so every day our best is enough. Every day. Say it every day. Every day our best is enough. And someday can we do better? Yes. Was it all that I could do today? Yes. Yes. And so that's, that's in that. And we often do things and then we have more information later that says, Oh, I could have done a better job. We didn't have that information. And then, and so we're judging ourselves based on what we know now before we even did it. And it's crappy. And, and then on the other side, you asked about imposter syndrome. Hmm. And so our ego, there is literally, we kind of had this Freudian belief about ego, that it's just something that we talk about. There literally is an egoic part of your brain. And the ego's only job is to keep you safe and alive. And what our brain recognizes as safe and alive is familiar. You hear family in that word? Yes. And so what is familiar is what we do because we know the outcome, even if it sucks, mm. because who really loves the unknown? No one, no one. And so we start to do these things that are beyond our known um, imagination. We're walking into new positions. We're walking into new things that we've never done. Who am I to tell myself that I can Ego says, not you today. And this is where we go, Mm-mm, no, ma'am. Because we have believed that we can't because nobody before us has done it. Yeah. And so it's for us to say, I feel scared. I may fail and it's okay. I feel scared. What was the second part? I, I may fail. I may fail. Woo. And it's okay. It's okay. We've got I, it. In, Go I like that we are practicing the words because you talk about how words are not just words. They no, are they're prayers. They're prayers. So whatever you say, be okay with the imposter syndrome. Be okay with the guilt. But then say the words that are going to be the prayers for the other side so yes. that you can feel innocence and guilt so that you can manage the ego or accept the ego and let it be the unknown be okay, that you're scared, that you fear this, you may fail and that's okay. That is One of my favorite things is fear of failure in our brain means death. Mm. And so we're like, 
I can't fail. I don't want to 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 fail. And our brains hearing because the word not N O T. Okay. Three in computer language. It only gets zeros and ones. So it says, I want to fail. I want to fail. I want to fail is what your brain is hearing when I don't want to fail. And so I'm, are we afraid of failure? Yes. And it's okay. And is it a possibility? Yes. Is it likely? No. No. Let's unpack that. It's not likely. Okay. How many times have you believed that you were going to fail and actually failed? Hmm. You have a hundred percent chance, not chance, but outcome. I've passed every time. So that is, yes, we just forget that we've passed. We've yeah. had, we may have failed a test and we may have had a campaign that didn't work. Now we pick up, we know exactly where we are. We know what we need to do different. So we re, we reassemble. You reassemble. Yes. It's, it's, it's not failure. It's just learning. I love that. I tell my kids that you, you, you try, but you don't fail. You always learn. And I'm speaking that to them, speaking it to myself as well. So it works both ways. We just do it. And the, the results are the results. We pick up the results and we make some new choices. And just say, oops, oops. I was going to bring that up. Oops. <laughs> that Here great, mon- that, that fabulous um, mantra of mantra. all my boo-boos are perfect. Oops. It's oops. okay. It's so liberating, isn't it? I, I've yes. seen you guys say that and I'm, it's liberating because you're like, it happened and it's okay. Oops. You've given yourself permission to accept it and move on and not hold on to it. Or be down on yourself because you didn't do everything right. Perfectionism. Our subconscious mind is at the age of a three-year-old. And so when a three-year-old makes a boo-boo, how do they hold on to that? No. They they just say, oops, and they get up and they run out and play again. That's all the energy and attention we require giving our boo-boos is oops. And then what am I going to do next? Okay, let's go. Yep. Not holding on to it, dwelling on it, having the regret. You know, you talked about anxiety and how that's processed in your body <clears throat> and you hold it, you hold it there. <clears throat> us not recognizing the oops, it's it's building that anxiety within us. Cause that that was something that I've gotten from you ladies, is because I struggle with anxiety. Go ahead. Because our feelings of guilt and shame and remorse and all of those. Every time we have a thought, a feeling, or say a word, there is a hormonal release, a peptide that's created. And each hormonal release, so we've got cortisol, we've got adrenaline, we've got, uh, there's others. Those are life depleting. They're meant to be in, in the moment. If we were required taking off, we can, but we're living in that. Okay. And so we're flooding our bodies with hormones that literally cause the DNA in our cells change, which is they become dis-hyphened ease because we are so uncomfortable with how we feel. We keep it going. And what we, everything that we have done, we can reverse when we will realize that guilt is innocence returning. Shame is purity returning. Love it. Fear is faith returning. And so all of those, all of the the the, the positive out, you know, we'll say positive because people understand that word. Um, feelings, those create peptides too, and hormonal releases that actually restore cells. Nice. This is why when people are told that they have cancer. And they refuse to hear the diagnosis and they walk in faith that they can cure their bodies, even if they require using some of the critical care. Mm -hmm. Do you dread opening your email inbox? And when you finally open it and see the downloading notification, all the unread emails start pouring in by the hundreds or even thousands. 
and that's just email. You got media files, Word docs, spreadsheets that all could be piling up and cluttering your digital life. I know you're a boss, a mompreneur, a CEO even, but have you ever felt like a glorified administrative assistant? Well, because I know how digital clutter directly impacts our mental clarity, I've made it my priority to create strategies, systems, and solutions to help slay every day. Your family, your employer, and your business need you to be fully present, fully productive, and very purposeful for the things that matter. I'm excited to share transformational solutions with my fellow mompreneurs, as well as busy business owners that face the same challenges as I did. These simple organizing solutions match the mind and VIP day. That can help ease the tightness in your neck that is caused by your digital disorganization and that headache you get every time you open your email inbox. You can override this by gaining control of your digital assets, working in your strength zone, and running your life and your business like a boss. If you have hundreds of unread emails daily or missing files hidden within your digital clutter, you owe it to yourself, your family, and your clients to learn more about this solution. Visit vip.simplicitybyday.com to learn more. Because they're believing in healed. Yeah. Not hoping for it, believing it. Believing it. And there is a massive difference. Hoping is hope floats like a turd on a pool. <laughs> hope floats. <laughs> your acronym, your breakdown of believe is to be alive in. Be alive in that that part. Right. And yes, and and fear is uh, what I what I say is fear is false experiences appearing real, and we're masterful at it. And what I love is fear and faith both require that we believe in something we can't see. Mm, Both. We are making up all kinds of BS stories about what can happen. We almost died and living in almost died rather than what really happened. And so we can believe in almost died, or we can believe in lived. Yeah. So fear and faith both require that we believe in something we cannot see, touch or taste. Wow. You get, we get to choose. You get to choose. If it takes that much energy to make up this fearful situation as it is to make up this faithful situation, why not choose that? I didn't even think about how they're both, because you hear, Faith is the evidence of things not seen. Fear is the evidence of things not seen as well. We don't talk about that, you know? So No, because it makes sense. (laughs) (laughs) sense. Yes, we've just, we've believed in fear and we're being asked to trust and walk in faith. Life is for us and we are resisting what's happening as if everything in the world is falling apart when it's, we can, trust that actually it's being taken apart so it can be put back together in a form and fashion that serves the planet. Yes. Generations and generations to come. Okay, great. Oh, so much good stuff. So we're going to, we're going to transition in a second Okay, and talk about the, the, these, this segment of people that you serve, you may get them through you know, they may come to you like me, moms, but how you serve them common things that you may see and what advice or hope that or belief you can help to instill in us. So we're going to we're going to come back to that in a few minutes. Awesome. OK, so Andrea, want to just dive right into it since this is the Modern Mompreneur podcast and we most of the people listening are mompreneurs or they serve mompreneurs. In your experience as an anxiety coach, transformational coach, what do you see common for mompreneurs that we we have to walk through as far as what we say to ourselves or beliefs that we have? And how can we overcome those in your in your experience? There is a massive transformation for the collective of women. Mm. Um, and one of the greatest things that I, I'm aware of is that most people believe that stress is part of life. 
overwhelmed is just how life is. Mm. We're taught that life is hard, put everything, put everybody and everything else first so that you can show up and how powerful you are. And we are pissed about it. And I, I giggle because the number of commercials that I see for incontinence products is astounding. That is evidence of how pissed women are. <laughs> Stop. It's where it's sto- because our, our bladders hold resentment mm-hmm. and our liver is about anger. And for it, so that's where it's liver. Liver is also resentment and bladder and, um, there's another word in there. I choose to remember kidneys. <laughs> so oh, yeah. kidneys are about part or forgiveness and partnership and our bladders are about um, anger and resentment. And so we've been holding on to pissed and now our bladders aren't holding what they're supposed to hold because they're, it's so filled full. They're tipping over. And so for, from women, the key really is to, Put yourself first. And I see you purse in your lips and there's something in there that you, that's one of your, that's one of your signals. And what, what still, what are you still desiring to say about pissed? Me? Mm -hmm. Well, the thing that made me purse my lips is when you said um, putting yourself first. That is what made me mm-hmm. holding back. Yeah, like, can I do that? That's what and answer the question. Can you do that? I can. And your head said yes, which I'm super excited about. <laughs> yeah, kind of girl. <laughs> and it's just where, like I said, three minutes. Three it's minutes. when we're frustrated. What gives me ease right now? And if it's putting down the checkbook, if it's closing the computer, if it's going outside to stand on your patio Mm. for a minute and breathe, if it's a 15 minute power nap, close your door, get in the bathtub, whatever it is, every, and and you're, because you've had the experience of believing that jumping off of calls, people jumping in, not able to do this. And when, when has anybody, when you have actually given yourself the things that you desire, that your heart's calling for, has anybody died? No one's died. Did anybody get hurt? Did anybody get hurt? No. Did anyone starve? Nobody starved. Did anybody get mad at you? No. (laughs) Did they still need you? Maybe. Did they still love you? Yes. Because I know we were like, they five, I don't do it. They what are they like, what's gonna happen? And they're like, oh, they're not gonna need me anymore. It's untrue. We make up all this stuff about what happens if we give to ourselves that the world's gonna come unglued. Somebody's gonna step in and take our place, whether it's at home or at work. Yeah. With our friends, that if we don't do it all, somebody else will. Yeah. Nobody wants to take, you know, that's not true. It's not true. We are all, we're, we are, are we replaceable? No, No. not at all. Especially in the, where it matters, right? Exactly. Friends, even the business, you know, you're not. I mean, we've had friends and jobs and spouses and boyfriends and siblings and come and go in our lives and we lived yeah and when when we're in it we're believing we may die (laughs) we feel like we're gonna die um and it's not true it's not true Mm -hmm. you can walk in that belief based on what you know to be true I was just reading some devotion today about that. Like we sometimes have amnesia, forgetting what we've already <laughs> walked through. Wait a minute. I, I know this space. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it feels unknown. It's still fear there. I don't know why, because you, it may look different, but the patterns are still there, you know? Yes. And we just require being reminded that we've already done it. Yeah. 
that was exactly the message. We've already done it. Why do I forget? I don't know. But being because your ego is like, nah, -uh. let me hide this. Let me let's kind of show it up in a different way. Yeah, yeah. And when you realize I've already done this, and once we've done something once, we can do it again and again, and we get faster and faster. Yeah. Love it. Love it. So taking that, the movement that is happening with women and how we can take those few minutes, first of all, to be aware, be okay with it. These feelings are real and they're natural and they're supposed to be there. Accepting it, loving it. <laughs> That's a big one. Loving it. And then saying the words to move it to the other side. And loving it is the biggest, is the greatest key. And you think, how do I love hate? How do I love anger? How do I love pissed? How do I love guilt? How do I love shame? How you just you? say it. Okay. I feel angry. I feel guilty. I feel shame. That is saying where you are and giving a voice to what you feel. Okay. And that's all that's required. And we can, we know what it, we can know what it turns into, but we are required to be with where it is for a bit. Okay. And otherwise we're just jumping over. It's like, I'm mad. And this turns into love. <laughs> we, 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 we talk to these women and they're like, they have this list that goes from here to my front door of all the things that are going wrong in their life that they're frustrated about. And she's like, I just want some peace. It's got, you've got to equate it. Mm, okay. It's the energy has to match and just peace. Because you're getting what you're asking for. Cause you're at your, I'm angry. I'm mad. I'm tired. I'm this, I'm that my kids won't, my husband won't. That is what is holding the pattern in place for women and men. Our mm -hmm. words are keeping it in place. And so when we say, I feel mad, I feel angry, it is what we are experiencing and not who we are. Okay. Sitting with it. It's just acknowledging it. Our feelings are like kids. They want to be friggin' heard. <laughs> Say, I'm mad. I mean, I, mean I'm I know, I know, Nova, I know how Nova knocks on your door and she just walks right in and she tells you what is going on. And it's so urgent. And it, it is. And then she's done and she will leave. Yep. And then she goes and she sits down and plays with paper dolls or dolls or whatever it is that she loves. She's yeah. told you how she feels and where she is. Yeah. Acknowledge it. Okay. And let it be. Don't try to suppress it. No, because right. it just goes, gets infected. Yeah. It's like, you know how it is. She just like, it's like a desire to just break through. Well, and, and that's your subconscious not being yet to be secure to allow your children to fend for themselves. Absolutely. This is what I've learned and I'm working through with embodied coaching. <laughs> Every, this is a year long process. But I, I, I recognize it in the, the little steps that I have taken towards getting to the other side has helped. You yes. know, the boundaries, knowing that it's okay. Well, not even the boundaries, but living it, knowing that everyone's okay. Me saying that to myself actually makes everyone okay. She's different now. She doesn't. And it could be that she's older. I don't want to discount that, but her. Hey, you, are you discounting what you've done? The work that you've done rather by making it about her age. That's yeah. stepping in to say, I didn't really do that. There is your, what's the word? Uh, it's self-sabotaging. Uh, what, what was imposter, imposters? Your imposter, oh, syndrome. imposter syndrome. That's okay. imposter. I didn't do that. It's just because she's older. Older. Yeah. Yes. That is you because mm. there are children that are 40 years old today that still can't <laughs> leave their parents alone. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cancel that. Yes. Cancel that. 
oops. <laughs> yes, just I reclaim that in me. Reclaim it. Yeah, it is powerful. The belief, it's the belief, it's the belief that makes a difference for sure. For mm-hmm. sure. Okay. Yes, this has been amazing. So I I, this is just a tip of the iceberg for what the type of work that is done through embodied coaching, you know, for this type of, I don't want to call it therapy. We'll just say this type of work. It is, it is a sort of, I mean, anytime it is a sort of therapy. It's therapeutic. It's therapeutic. Um, It's just different. It is different. It's very different. Like nothing else I've ever. It works like nothing else I've ever tried. And I did a lot. I did 25 years in and out of therapist and, um, yeah. Yes. Yes. So I'm not, I'm not drinking the Kool-Aid just because I know for someone who has had work and still doing work that this is something that is, is life-changing. So I, I just want to be able for you to get a glimpse of what they do. If you've never met anybody like what if Andrea and Carrie and what they do, just check it out, check her out. And I'll tell you how to connect with her. But before we get to that part, we're going to do one of my favorite parts of the podcast and it is the lightning round where we can get to know a little bit more about Andrea Alexander. So I'm going to ask you a few questions. And the first thing that comes to the top of your uh, top of your mind, just spit it out and um, we'll go from there. Okay. okay. So, Three words describe you today. Fun, amazing, powerful. What would you tell your 18-year-old self today? (laughs) Do it now. (laughs) Do it now. Do it now. Do the work now. Um, What are you reading watching or listening to now you can name all i am reading i am reading the sophia code the sophia code Code, which is a codex download of mother of god proportions literally i'm reading anxiety rx by russell kennedy i'm reading the game of life by florence shovel shin and i've started mark woolman it didn't start with you which is in birth story which is fascinating. Um, I believe you may have done love wired class with us. Is that the one you did with us? It's love wired class. Then if it would resonate if you, if you had, so it's how, uh, how we're impacted, how, how we're imprinted with love based on the experience from conception to birth. I didn't do that one. That is one. Are we going to bring it back? Yes. Okay. Okay. Great. And so that's what I'm reading. Um, I just completed Game of Thrones. I did three, I did all seasons in probably a month and a half. It was intense. <laughs> now I'm watching Queer Eye for the Straight Guy because I love how, I just love how they be with people and I required some yes. ease and joy in my life. Queer Eye. I love, I'm a Game of Thrones fanatic as well. Oh, it was. But a month though? <laughs> Woo, I did it fast. <laughs> I'm intense. I love it. Though. I, <laughs> I love jump it. in. Yeah, it was great. It is. Okay. And then last was maybe the same, similar. What is bringing you joy in your downtime? And so I, I love that you asked this question this way because joy in down. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And so, well, I, when I hear the word downtime, it, I understand what you mean that it's relaxation and ease and it's also in a downward turn. And okay. so it's like saying, I'm going to take a break rather than a recess. Okay. okay. And um, I give myself what I choose almost every single day. And so the things that I do for me, I do breath work in the morning. I journal, I, um, I listen to things that I listen to. I go to the gym. I, I eat as um, I eat to really, really feed me. Um, I, and, and then I enjoy friends and family and going to dinner and I enjoy people coming over. So it's really all about intimacy. All about intimacy. So what's bringing you joy now? That's the question to ask. Thank you for reset. You skirted that one, didn't I? 
<laughs> Listen, if you say it, I'm, I'm making notes. <laughs> My, what I'm, what I'm doing right now is I'm taking a class on, uh, grief and it is really, it's moving a lot of work. I love, love what really, one of the things that really feeds me is learning and researching for new things that lights me up. Wow. Love it. Love it. Okay. Um, so just to close out, unfortunately, this has been amazing, which I knew it would be. Thank Um, you. How can people connect with you? The easiest way to connect with me is um, our website, www.embodycoaches.com. And in there, there is a, how to, what's next or new, if you're new, you can click on that. And then we, my, I offer a free connect call to to connect, to talk, to chat, to see what's going on. Um, and if we're fit and that's likely the easiest way they can find me as Andrea Alexander on Facebook. I'm also, um, Andrea Alexander on LinkedIn, uh, messenger, private message me. It's, it's pretty, I'm pretty easy to find. Okay. Um, and I'm very responsive. Okay. So embodycoaches.com, you can search Andrea and I'll put her Facebook, the IG, LinkedIn in the show notes. So you just scroll down, you can click on it. Awesome. Um, Thank you. We've talked about this, but what services do you all offer and how can people get involved in those? And I do one-to-one coaching. And then Carrie and I, um, several times a year, we do a, we do classes that are, um, in a group movement that are online. And then we also, um, do women's retreats several times a year. And those are, you can typically find those through our newsletter, what's happening, what's coming up. There's information on the website as well, what's coming next. And, um, what we're doing right now is we have um, a new book called Embody the Language of Your Heart, and it is a self-help workbook journal, very, very filled full of ways to begin to understand where you are, what's what's happening, and um, how to shift it. And that is... Um, a collection of the things that we have created from the classes we've done so far. Wow. Cards in there too. Yes. That is definitely a, a must have for all the classes. The classes are amazing. Mm-hmm. I have been to a couple. I have not been to a couple. <laughs> <laughs> Yet to fully commit to yourself. To and it, it's, and it's, it's okay. A, Yes, because it's you're you're coming down the road. The fact that you jumped into one of the classes was miraculous for you. It was. It was. So the new book is launching June 11th. Yes. Is it available now or we're waiting to June 11th? You have to wait. We're going to wait. So set your calendars. If you're in Houston, the launch will be in the Heights. So yes. I can uh, get, go ahead, Andrea. I'm going to say it's at Lanyap um, and the Houston Heights at 550 on Heights Boulevard on the Sunday, the 11th from three to five. I will be there. So So if you guys want to come, feel free. Again, all of this will be in the show notes. And if we're after the launch, I will put in the link to buy um, where it will be. So you can go and get this amazing workbook. I can't wait to dive in. I feel like it is giving devotional. It's giving meditation time. That's what I did. Yes. When, after Carrie and I put this together and we were reading it to one another to proof it and go through, I was like, God, we wrote this. Yes, you did. I was like, I feel so bathed in love in my own words, just so powerful. And I remember asking my publisher, I'm like, does it need some more pages? He goes, Andrea, there is so much quality in here. (laughs) You probably can get it. And then next year, do it again. Cause you've changed, you've, you know, if you needed to, I've done that with books. I can see it being something that you gift to like mother's day, or, you know, if you were a guest on my show, maybe I'll, if I felt like you needed that, I, I just think that it can be the gift 
like no other because you're really working on your soul and you're changing everything about your life by the work that you do. Yes. And even if you bought the book and then one year later you went returned to it and did the same things again, you're completely new and different. And so what you did, what we did a year ago, what I did six weeks ago is still is, is ever changing. So we're new moment to moment when we're doing the inner work. And so it's, that's why I said it's like, it's an onion and we're always unpeeling the layers and it's why happiness and joy are a practice. It's not we, when we will give ourselves that, is it going to be, are we ever going to be a, in a state where that is where we are all the time? It's possible. Mm-hmm. We require doing the work to get there. And it's the practice is learning how to be okay in what is happening because the chaos will never cease because chaos. All it is, is the planet and everybody else making choices that are changing moment to moment. Yeah. Yeah. Well, on that note, we will, we will wrap up the podcast. Um, Andrea, thank you so much for signing up first. You were one of the first. I am. I am fast and I love being first. (laughs) And I cannot wait to share this with everyone because I know for a fact they'll get so many gems, so many nuggets, just a one liner that changes everything. That's mm-hmm. how it is in our experience with that's how it is with my experience with you. And I hope that everyone else gets that as well. So thank you for sharing. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much. So if you enjoyed this episode, feel free to like it, share it, share, share, share the good news that she shared today. Um, subscribe and follow Andrea and Carrie with Embody Coaches. I'll make sure to give you all their information so you can be in their community and find out all the wonderful transformational things that they're doing in the lives of women and men who need it. So thank you. (laughs) Thank you so much for the invite. I appreciate you tremendously. Of course. Until next time, y'all have a great one. Thank you for listening to the Modern Mompreneur Podcast. I hope you enjoyed this show. Feel free to share and subscribe to the Modern Mompreneur Podcast if you enjoyed it. And as always, you can follow me on all the social platforms at, at Simplicity by Day, or you can visit simplicitybyday.com to learn how you can work with me. And if you're interested in being a guest on the podcast, feel free to hit me up at meetwithday.com and we can talk about how you can contribute to the Modern Mompreneur Podcast. Thank you again.